Hello, everyone, and welcome to Let That Sink In. My name is Tiffany Smith, and I am the Director of Marketing and Communications here at PM and Associates. I am joined by my co-host, Todd Morgan, outside sales rep from St. Louis. Hello, Todd. How are you doing today? Doing wonderful. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, and we are on episode 14 of Let That Sink In, and today we are so excited to be joined by Mike Moroz, who is the Distribution Sales Manager at Weiss Instruments. Hello, Mike. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. We're so happy to have you here. Uh, Mike was born and raised, a little bio on Mike. Mike was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan area and currently living in the rural northern Michigan area. He is a graduate of Wayne State University in Detroit. He has 28 years of experience in the thermometer and gauge industry, and he is an avid sports fan of the Detroit Very cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, big Lions fan. Big yeah, Lions My fan. dad would have gotten along great. So I, I was telling Mike earlier before the podcast well, my, that both my folks are from uh, Detroit. So my dad sat me down when I was about six years old, and I've cursed him ever since. Although it looks <laughs> like things are starting to turn around a little bit. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, you well, can. I think you guys will have a good season this year. It, it's been a long time coming, so we're looking forward to it. We see a good lot luck. of pro- progress and change in the right direction. So hopefully, things turn around for them. Well, thanks That's for being fantastic. a guest this morning, yes. too, Mike. It's nice to uh, make your acquaintance. So, Yeah, uh, we were so excited to have you. You did such a great job on the On Tuesday We Trained videos just a few weeks ago, and we really appreciate you coming back for the podcast as well. Appreciate it. Pleasure so to be here. Yeah, let's get into Weiss. So Weiss has a great history dating back to 1882. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about the company's history, uh, about your founder, Albert A. Weiss, and how Weiss Instruments was started? Sure, sure. Albert Weiss uh, lived in New York City, and back in 1882, uh, he started a company to manufacture hand-blown glass tube thermometers for laboratory use. Uh, the original factory was actually located at One Chambers Street in Manhattan, which was at the foot of the Brooklyn Bridge. I believe it's right across from the New York City Hall at, at the moment as, we, as it stands. That's me. Um, that site now is occupied by the New York Department of Records building. Okay. Um, at the, the close of World War One, uh, teens, you know, 19 teens, uh, Albert Weiss Jr. joined his father in the business, and they moved the firm from Chambers Street to a converted carriage house on Vanderbilt Avenue over in Brooklyn on Long Island. Uh, at that point, they started expanding the business, got into other types of glass thermometers. They, everything that they did was hand-blown. It was superb craftsmanship back in the day. Mm-hmm. And they started getting into other types of uh, different types of thermometers as well as the the glass tube thermometers. That's great. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, do you know, Mike, do any of those buildings, I think you mentioned the one does still stand, the original building, do those still exist today? To my knowledge, no, they do not. I believe okay. the, the building over in Brooklyn has been raised and, and replaced with another housing project. Man, I would have loved to have seen that old I building. Know. I bet it was great. Yeah, that would be, that would be cool. Yeah, that's really cool. But, but as New York City grew up and around, you know, they they raised some of the old buildings and, and put in some mm-hmm. tall skyscrapers, and it, it it's really changed from where it was back in the 1880s. That had to be something to see. Yeah, <laughs> back no, in definitely. 1882. My uh-huh. gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. So you mentioned that the um, thermometers that that 
the original was a glass thermometer for you said laboratory work, right? Laboratory and then industrial use, yes. Okay, so obviously you guys have changed and uh, grown quite a bit over the years. What industries now does Weiss in Instruments cater to? Well, we are all over the place as far okay. as thermometers and pressure gauges. Our, our two primary products and, and, and services cover the commercial building trades, HVAC for boilers, pumps, et cetera. And then we're very heavy into the refrigeration and food service industry. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. There's a lot to know. I, I yeah. was talking, uh, Tiffany, before we got started, uh, Weiss Instruments has a long history with PM and Associates out of Indianapolis, mm -hmm. but Weiss Instruments is new to us here in the St. Louis office. And uh, Mike's going to be in in a few weeks. So I was explaining to him, there's a lot for me still to learn yeah. about gauges. I mean, it, it, I'm, I'm used to basically a, a pressure gauge and that's about it. Just your typical yeah. round little pressure gauge on there. So Mike's going to be in our market in a few weeks. So we've got uh, a lot of training upcoming and I'm very much looking forward to, I don't know, just learning more about yeah. instruments. There are a number of different things from the, the small two inch or two and a half inch pressure gauge. It's a, a steel case used for commercial use all the way up to extremely ultra high end gauges with high accuracy, primarily used in chemical processing and industrial applications. So Let's I would imagine about, with gauges, yeah. sorry, Tiffany, no, I stepped ahead, right on ahead, you there, yeah. but I would imagine with gauges then, Mike, that there's a, a pretty broad range of price range as well, because yeah. just from the little bit I'm hearing from you, there's, uh, you mentioned high end. I would imagine there's some gauges that do some pretty uh, accurate, very detailed um, uh, monitoring, if you will, that probably cost a heck of a lot more than that pressure gauge I mentioned when we were earlier talking. Definitely. I mean, you you see them in stores in the six, seven, eight dollar range for the low end. Um, even, you know, nothing that Weiss Instruments produces, but like in an auto parts store, you'll see the tire pressure check gauge. And I think they sell those for like three ninety nine, four ninety nine. Wow. But then the the yeah. ultra high gauges, you can get those in larger dial sizes all the way up to eight and a half inch. And some of those, depending on the internals materials and the type of configuration for the case, they can run up in the hundreds of dollars a piece. Wow. That's crazy. So yes. there, there's a, a variety of different things available and just about anything for any type of application we can provide. So yeah, let's talk about some of those applications where Weiss instruments would be used in uh, plumbing and HVAC. Well, we're very heavy in the uh, commercial building trades. Okay. Uh, any high rise building, school, hospital, dormitory, arena. I mean, we, we've got products in, in sports arenas. Um, we've got products in educational facilities, lots of hospitals, our army and, and uh, military installations, barracks, that sort of thing. So any building where you have multi-family, uh, multi-residence, uh, commercial buildings, where they use a pumping system for hot and chilled water for heating and cooling, mm -hmm. our products will be found inside of that building. Uh, th that's just on the commercial HVAC side. Uh, we also have products for boilers, commercial and industrial boilers, as well as residential boilers. Uh, it, just about any application in, in heating, cooling, refrigeration, air conditioning that you can think of, we have a, a product there. solution for. Yeah, that's great. I've been in a lot of mechanical rooms, Mike. And so potentially, I mean, like to just use for an example, at, at, at a mechanical room in a hospital, which can be pretty big, pretty large area, they're potentially what? 
10, 12, 15 of your gauges in that space, if not more? Am I correct? At a that? minimum, there sometimes there can be hundreds, depending on wow. different mechanical rooms, different areas throughout the building. Uh, primarily, they're you know ultimately they're desi designed as safety devices. Okay, they are you know a local indication of the system, so you can check the temperature and pressure to make sure mm -hmm. that there's everything's falling within the safe ranges as defined by the the system. However, they get used as footholds, steps, stairs, climbing for, you know, mechanical people to climb around. And a lot of times we'll find those broken inside the mechanical room. So that's actually a great place to find uh, product opportunities. Well, just hearing you talk about how many potentially are just in one small space. And then I think about how many commercial projects just St. Louis alone right now is seeing. I'm hearing nothing yeah. but opportunity. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a, yeah, that's awesome. That's exciting because, like I said, we've got cranes up in the air here in St. Louis, and I know Indianapolis is going through the same thing. I would assume mm -hmm. Kansas City is also seeing the same thing. So, uh, yeah, that's exciting. I'm looking forward to the opportunities of getting out and starting to promote Weiss Instruments here in the St. Louis market, especially with all the building going on. There's One a of the great things about Weiss uh, is we have been because we've been around for so long is we are specified by okay. all of the engineering firms. So you'll find Weiss Instruments spec in just about every specification. So when you work with a contractor, either through a wholesaler or on a, a large project takeoff, you'll see that Weiss is one of the brands that are designed right into the project. So that's a great thing. That's I would imagine fantastic. it's a very uh, spec-driven uh, spec product as yeah. well. Really yes, uh, definitely. important. Yeah, very important to... Uh, to reach those engineers and uh, which we will be doing also as we get out and about and start promoting the line. Um, we've got uh, great relations with our engineers here, as well as Indy. We hosted that great Aspie event uh, earlier this year. So that's great. It, it, it fits right into our wheelhouse of, of how we go to market with our products. I, I'm curious, and you can get into this uh, as deep as you'd like, but I, I was on the website and again, I'm new to gauges. So Noticed a whole bunch of different types of gauges. I'm going to have to cheat here because you had bimetal, you have light powered, which I'm assuming is that solar, uh, digital, very angled thermometers, etc. So what are the differences in some of these thermometers and uh, why would you use one type over the other? Well, there's two separate products. There's pressure gauges designed to read pressure and then there's a, a thermometer or a temperature gauge and those are designed to read temperature. And uh, starting with temperature, there, there's three basic types uh, that are commonly specified for projects. One is the industrial glass thermometer. And that's the type of product that Weiss Instruments has been making, you know, back since the early 1900s, once they got into industrial. Um, those are commonly used in commercial building trades in, in the HVAC projects that we're talking about. Then there's a bimetal thermometer, which is a different type of element. It operates with two dissimilar metals that are down in the sensing portion of the stem. And that actually is what actuates the temperature reading at the indicating pointer. So it looks more like a gauge. It's got a pointer on it. Think about it that way. Okay. And then ultimately there's remote reading thermometers and those can be digital. Those can be what we call vapor actuated where it's filled with a liquid that expands on temperature rise much like mercury or in, in today's world, a, a spirit fill reacts on temperature rise. That vapor expands and causes a, a pointer to turn and read like a pressure gauge. Uh, you mentioned, 
go ahead. Solar digital thermometers, usually uh, light powered. We do have some versions for commercial food service and refrigeration that are LED, which are powered externally. But the the Weiss brand is the DVU uh, light powered thermometer. It operates under very low light conditions. There's no battery backup. There's nothing ever to replace. And those can be interchanged out with just about any type of thermometer. And the good thing about those is they, they offer a wider range span where we have the, the physical limitations of thermometers where you have different uh, ranges for different temperatures, where the light power thermometer actually does the entire span all the way from minus 50 up to 300 degrees. Wow. I'm curious on that. You mentioned low light to power that. Is that um, is that for use indoors as well as outdoors since it is asking for light to power it? For that particular product, we don't ask for it to be used outdoors. We want that to be used indoors. Interesting. Um, it, it, it's not a sealed case design. It's primarily used in mechanical rooms. And the key to that is it won't turn on when the lights in the mechanical room are off. But once you turn the lights on, it's very low 10 lux rating so that you can read it. it basically, if you can read it with a, a flashlight, that flashlight will turn it on and you'll get accurate readings with wow. that. Wow. That is uh, awesome. The ones you, yeah. yeah, it is awesome. Uh, yeah. The ones you <laughs> described, uh, is one type more accurate than another? Is that why you might choose one over the other? Or are they all just pretty similar in their uh, accuracy? Well, in thermometers, accuracy is very similar. Um, it's measured either in degrees of error or percentage of error. Um, on pressure gauges, however, that's where accuracy gets into the equation. We talked about the low-end gauge, uh, gauges versus the higher-end gauges. Uh, when you're measuring pressure in a system, sometimes accuracy is very indicative of what's going on in that system. And for safety purposes and concerns, you want as accurate as possible on, on the actual gauge itself. So accuracy is different on pressure gauges, and that's usually measured as a span all the way from one half percent accurate all the way down to what we call a three, two, three accuracy, which is 2% at the middle end of the scale and three at the ends of the scale. Okay. Very cool. Well, man, I'm telling you, there's more about gauges than I thought there would be. That's uh, And I, I assumed there would be. Yeah, uh, like we I could said, probably do part two, three, of four, just on five, gauges. And six, and <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't run out of information. <laughs> Although your audience might be put to sleep. <laughs> well, well, let's let, yeah, let's talk about for plumbing, heating, and cooling. Uh, what are the most common gauges uh, that we're going to be selling to the plumbers and the technicians that we work with? Well, you'll see in the the most common products that you'll see are the nine uh, VU thermometer, which is a glass tube thermometer and then along with that is the four cts pressure gauge and what we call that that's a contractor gauge and we call that hvac or contractor gauge those are primarily used in the commercial building trades okay and as far as plumbing what you'll see a lot of times are the smaller uh tl series gauges mm -hmm. and those are available in inch and a half two inch two and a half and four inch dials those are a steel case dry gauge that are basically a, a lower end gauge. That's the, the 323 accuracy that I talked about. And then there's also a liquid filled gauge. And those are primarily used in applications where you'll see vibration. And what that does is it uh, dampens any movement on the internals of the gauge, protects the metals from wear against each other, 
and keeps the pointer in a, in a more steady position, uh, like air compressors and on the plumbing side, any system where you're going to see shock or vibration. I guess I never knew why there were liquid filled. I've seen plenty of them, but I never had it mm-hmm. described or explained to me why the liquid is in there. And that makes perfect sense. Do you, uh, you may have already touched on this or you uh, kind of glossed over it as we were talking about different types. Um, but what I want to hit on is maybe some new technologies that are coming down the pipeline from Weiss Instruments. I think you may have mentioned it, but do you have temperature uh, and pressure instruments that I can read and monitor from, say, my cell phone from an app? We don't have that yet. Um, that would be the next generation. Uh, what we do have is, we, uh, let me back up a little bit. Weiss was uh, acquired back uh, middle of last year. And at that point, we moved all of our manufacturing from New York over to the Detroit area in Michigan. Uh, the company that acquired us is called Miljoko Corp LLC. Mm-hmm. And they were a, a quasi-competitor to us for a number of years. Uh, we butted heads and, and competed in the primarily in the refrigeration and food service, commercial refrigeration markets, um, did a lot of the same and or similar type products as far as remote reading, uh, vapor thermometers that you would see in, in, let's say, a supermarket case or, you know, hot food holding cabinet in a Kentucky Fried Chicken or a Little Caesars Pizzeria. Uh, so those were uh, uh, the two types of products that they competed in that same market primarily. So mm-hmm. once uh, Miljoko Corp acquired Weiss Instruments, we moved our factory and headquarters to Michigan. And we did discontinue a couple of products temporarily so that we could redesign those. Uh, with COVID and the subsequent uh, challenges in the electronics market with chip shortages and sure. such, we took a, the advantage of the opportunity to create a redesign. Uh, some of our the products had very similar components, but not quite the same components. So we're looking at redesigning all of our electronic products so that we can come up with a more um, precise offering that uh, will mix and match amongst components as far as well as the end products themselves. And that it will all be a digital and or with remote reading transmitter type opportunities where you could uh, go into a building automation system. And at that point, if you have the the appropriate app on your cell phone, you could read the, the temperature in a specific location from that. Very cool. So that's yeah. technology we can look forward to down Absolutely. the line. It's moving forward, yes. And one also thing that we're looking at is we're in the process of updating all of our product literature. Um, in the past, we had specific printed catalogs. We're currently creating data sheets for every product line along with revised submittal drawings and information that can be passed along to engineers, contractors, and such. And on top of that, at that point, it'll give us the opportunity to revise our website and make it more user-friendly. Oh, great. And allow people to access the information they're looking for at their fingertips. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Well, that is super more to exciting. to look forward to. Yeah, to look for in the future. Absolutely. We're, we're definitely excited about it. Well, thank you so much again, Mike. It has been such a pleasure having you on Let That Sink In. Uh, loved learning more about Weist Instruments. And I know that Todd, you guys down in St. Louis are so excited to start selling Weiss here in the upcoming future. Yes, we are. And if you'd like more information on Weiss Instruments, please reach out to your local salesperson in the Kansas City, St. Louis, or Indianapolis office. And you can find all that contact information on our website, p-massoc.com. Thanks again, Mike. Mike. Thank you. 
Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. You as well. Thank you. 